Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. stuff about aliens invading earth and zombies and vampires and demons and all that kind of stuff. I mean, why the infatuation with all that stuff? I think it's because deep down inside, everybody knows that everything in our human experience has both a beginning and an end. What we experience with our natural senses is incomplete. There's more than what we can see and hear and taste and touch. If you don't have Jesus, there's something missing to your life. That's why entertainment and culture is always searching for the mysterious and unknown. In today's message, Pastor Robert will settle our hearts with a refreshing reminder of the complete picture of God's perfect plan that he provides through Revelation. Well, let's join Pastor Robert in the book of Revelation chapter six with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. It's interesting, for quite some time now, our society has been preoccupied with, with the supernatural and with the end of the world. You know, I mean, movie after movie after movie, television shows, you know, and all this stuff about aliens invading Earth and zombies and vampires and demons and all that kind of stuff. I mean, why the infatuation with all that stuff? I think it's because deep down inside, everybody knows that everything in our human experience has both a beginning and an end. What we experience with our natural senses is incomplete. There's more than what we can see and hear and taste and touch. And today as we continue our march through the New Testament here in Revelation chapter 6, we encounter the four horsemen of the apocalypse. The first of the four is somewhat controversial because he is believed by some to be Jesus Christ. But since Jesus is clearly the one who is actually opening the seals to this scroll, which he has taken from the hand of God the Father, it seems impossible that he can be simultaneously heading out on that white horse and also the one opening the seals. And when you couple that fact with the fact that there are three other horsemen who all seem to be about the business of death and destruction and chaos, um, the true identity of the first horseman begins to come into focus. Look at Revelation 6, verse 1 with me. It says, Now I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard one of the four living creatures saying with a voice like thunder, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, a white horse. He who sat on it had a bow. 
and a crown was given to him. And he went out conquering and to conquer. When he opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature saying, come and see. Another horse, fiery red, went out. And it was granted to the one who sat on it to take peace from the earth and that people should kill one another. And there was given to him a great sword. When he opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, come and see. So I looked and behold, a black horse and he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, a quart of wheat for a denarius and three quarts of barley for a denarius and do not harm the oil and the wine. When he opened the fourth seal, I heard the voice of the fourth living creature saying, come and see. So I looked and behold a pale horse and the name of him who sat on it was death and Hades followed with him and power was given to them over a fourth of the earth to kill with sword, with hunger, with death and by the beasts of the earth. Now, going back to that first horseman, you know, throughout the ages, our heroes have arrived riding beautiful white horses, but not all who ride white horses are heroes, and not all heroes arrive riding a white horse. In fact, our truest hero arrived in a very different manner a little more than 2,000 years ago, you know, Palm Sunday. It's called Palm Sunday because of John's account of the events that took place. In John chapter 12, verse 12, we read, The next day a great multitude that had come to the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, took branches of palm trees and went out to meet him and cried out, Hosanna! Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, the King of Israel! Then Jesus, when he had found a young donkey, sat on it as it is written, Fear not, daughter of Zion, behold, your king is coming, sitting on a donkey's colt. His disciples did not understand these things at first, but when Jesus was glorified, then they remembered that these things were written about him and that they had done these things to him. Now, later on, the Lord Jesus will appear riding on a white horse, but this guy, the one arriving here in Revelation chapter 6, is a usurper. He's the one predicted by the prophet Daniel in Daniel chapter 9. We're going to read some of that together too. In verse 20 of Daniel chapter 9, we find now, while I was speaking, praying, and confessing my sin and the sin of my people Israel and presenting my supplication before the Lord my God for the holy mountain of my God, Yes, while I was speaking in prayer, the man Gabriel, whom I had seen in the vision at the beginning, being caused to fly swiftly, reached me about the time of the evening offering. And he informed me and talked with me, saying, O Daniel, I have now come forth to give you skill to understand. At the beginning of your supplications, the command went out, and I have come to tell you, for you are greatly beloved." Therefore, consider the matter and understand the vision. Seventy weeks are determined for your people and for your holy city to finish the transgression, to make an end of sins, to make reconciliation for iniquity, to bring in everlasting righteousness, to seal up vision and prophecy, and to anoint the most holy. Know therefore and understand that from the going forth of the command to restore and build Jerusalem until Messiah the Prince, there shall be seven weeks 
and sixty-two weeks. The street shall be built again, and the wall, even in troublesome times. And after the sixty-two weeks, Messiah shall be cut off, but not for himself. And the people of the prince who is to come shall destroy the city and the sanctuary. The end of it shall be with a flood until the end of the war of desolations are determined. Then he shall confirm a covenant with many for one week, but in the middle of the week he shall bring an end to sacrifice and offering. And on the wing of abominations shall be one who makes desolate, even until the consummation which is determined is poured out on the desolate. This is the Antichrist who will set him up as the absolute political and spiritual power in a one-world government. He rides a white horse here in Revelation chapter 6. These weeks that Daniel talks about, most Bible scholars, pretty much all Bible scholars agree that it's a reference to groups of years. It's not literal seven-day weeks. It's seven-year periods of time. And you'll hear sometimes... You'll see it referred to in commentaries, the Daniel's 70 weeks or the 69 weeks of Daniel. You'll hear the tribulation sometimes referred to as, as the, the final week of Daniel, Daniel's final week. This guy, this usurper on a white horse tries to replace Jesus, sets up a government headquartered at the temple in Jerusalem, which will be rebuilt. This one who makes desolate, riding forth now to conquer in Revelation chapter 6 with a bow in his hand and following close behind him another rider ready to make war. We saw it, verse 3, when he opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature saying, come and see. Another horse, fiery red, went out. And it was granted to the one who sat on it to take peace from the earth and that people should kill one another. And there was given to him a great sword. So again, as Jesus opens the seal, the angel calls to John to come and see. And then notice the phrase, it was granted. The one who is seated on the throne, God himself, grants permission for this beginning of wrath to be unleashed on the earth and the killing begins you know peace is a gift from god that can be taken away the book of revelation is filled with pictures and metaphors and can be utterly confusing at times we are so glad Pastor Robert has jumped into this book with us, untangling the mysteries and sharing the truth that Jesus is going to return one day. Pastor Robert and all of us here at Main Thing Radio would like to urge you to take the message of the gospel out into the world. The only way to avoid the judgment we're learning about in Revelation is to know and follow Jesus and allow Him to rescue us from it. Everyone needs to hear this message, and we're the ones who can tell them. We're so glad you joined us today on Main Thing Radio. If you'd like to hear this teaching again, we'd encourage you to visit our website, MainThingRadio.com. There you can also subscribe to our podcast, and here's Tracy to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. 
Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, Tracy. And thank you for listening today to Main Thing Radio.